You're listening to the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. Enjoy the show. Hello, Matt, and hello, Justin. Yo, Joe. Hello, Joe. What's going on, guys? Not much. Uh, yeah, pretty much same old, same old. Guys are real exciting. All right. So, um, well, welcome <laughs> welcome to the spring. Uh, this, this, this Super spring excited season. to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't talked to you since the last episode. <laughs> yeah, so tonight uh, we're going to talk about The Exorcist. Uh, this movie came out in 1973, and this was directed by William Friedkin. It was um, based on a book by William Peter Blatley, and it stars Linda Blair as Reagan. We have uh, Jason Miller as Father Carreras, and we have Max von Snyden as Father Marin, and a host of others. But there's, there's just, it's hard. When we tackle like a big movie on the podcast, and we haven't done a lot of them, I always have a really difficult time with it. And the reason is, is because there is so much to say about some of these movies, and most of it. Well, pretty much all of it has been said already to death. You know, there's nothing like new that we could really bring to the table. So it's always kind of like difficult. Like, well, how do we approach these movies? And like, what do we talk about? So it's not boring or not just repeating the same thing, having like a trivia battle, you know, uh, breaking down like just things that people have already talked about over and over again, you know? Yeah, that's where we were kind of thinking the... The only unique thing we can truly talk about the movie is our own individual experience and our impressions of it and how it affected our lives throughout the course of our lives because it definitely has been like a figurehead type movie throughout my life and I'm sure it has been for you guys. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about it from time to time. We've talked about the sequels and stuff like that. So um, I think that's, you know, the best approach at this point. And we'll kind of start by talking about what we thought about the movie before we even saw it, because this movie carries like this, this weight to it, you know, like this mystery. We've all heard about it well before we were allowed to see it or, you know, snuck to see it or however it was that you first watched it. But Justin, I guess we'll start like with you, your horror movie background came from your family as well with your mom, your aunt. So like, how did you, hear about this movie what were your thoughts about this movie before you even got to see anything of it i mean it's the exorcist right so i mean this movie was just kind of part of the pop culture zeitgeist already you know by the time we were born you know like you said the movie came out in 73 were we all born in 81 i'm pretty sure we were yes yeah yeah so 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 like but by the time we were kind of coming up and starting to watch horror movies or really even start to start to watch tv in general the exorcist was already kind of out there um it was already part of the culture you know there, there were there were references everywhere oh everything parodied that movie yeah 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 exactly um and even if it wasn't like a direct uh parody there'd be you know things things we watch quoted or you know, things like that. Um, I was aware of The Exorcist um, through that initially, and then from really, uh, like, my mom, my aunt, you know, that whole generation basically telling me, this is the scariest movie we'd ever seen. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what everybody always said about it. Yeah, the same with me is that 
it was i talked about how my mom was really big into horror movies and when i was a kid but i was not allowed to watch the exorcist because it was the only movie that terrified my mother she was just like absolutely not you will it will change you (laughs) i was like oh my god (laughs) so the closest i got to seeing the exorcist was you know when they would reference spinning heads and certain things and i watched repossessed like 30 times (laughs) yeah (laughs) with linda blair yeah with linda blair yeah yeah it's funny because she famously hates the exorcist with a heated passion but she came back and did that well i I think that was like because she got to make fun of well within her I, I think it was that plus she was well within like her uh, her coke use, yeah. Um, so you know she needed to feed the habit. I mean, it's funny. Like, I, I, it's really the same thing for all of us, I, I guess. And you know, this movie was used to describe like the scariest thing. You know, like it was always like, oh, it's like the Exorcist. It, we we kind of just made this joke recently. Uh, me and you, Justin, we talked about like. Oh, it's not Schindler's List. Like, we use Schindler's List as the bar for, like, serious drama, right? Like, The Exorcist was used to explain serious, scary shit. My mom was the same way. Even to this day, I think it still is. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, We have a lot more since then, but it is still used. You know, like I said, like, my mom also said the same thing. Like, I can't watch it because it's the scariest thing she ever saw, and it would fuck you up. And there's no way you could yeah. watch it. And she let me see everything. She would not let me watch this. And I'm talking about, like, even, like, as, like, a young teenager, she was just like, no fucking way. Like, don't put that on. Don't watch it. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Right. Oh, well, I was afraid of The Exorcist before I saw The Exorcist. <laughs> like, I was I was actually right. nervous about watching it, like, going on a roller coaster. Yeah. See, I was that's skeptical. how I felt. No, I was. I felt the same way Matt did. I was just like, well, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I kind of went the other way. It wasn't like, oh, I'm not scared of this. I'm like, okay, how good can this really be? Because again, I'm like you guys. Like I'm the guy who was brought up on like Elm Street and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like, okay, I like how how scary can this movie really be? And I didn't see it for a long time. I didn't watch this movie until I was in high school. Oh, I saw it much see? later. I saw it much later on, and it, and, and it was just because I kind of forgot about it a little bit. Yeah, this kind of transitions to let's talk about when's the first time you see it. What was your first experience actually seeing the movie? Well, Justin, go ahead. You started off. So, what what, what was your first time actually seeing it? I was, uh, I want to say, a sophomore in high school. Okay. Um. So it was around. I want to say it was around '97, and it was on TV, and not even like premium. It was just like basic cable. So I watched, obviously, an edited version, like a highly edited version of the movie. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, on TV, like, one afternoon. It was like a Saturday or Sunday afternoon. And I was just like... So you didn't even see basement. the movie. You didn't even fucking see it. <laughs> basically. <laughs> and that was the last time I watched it. I don't get it. You're like, oh, The Exodus uh, is only 30 minutes long? That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it was basically just the opening. <laughs> and even the Pazuzu statue was very heavily edited. <laughs> oh, yeah. Penis. There's a big tail penis wrapping around his body. <laughs> You're like, um, I don't understand that this movie yeah. is just about a, a priest going into a, a house in D.C. and then leaving. <laughs> <laughs> so you show him walk out like they just rewind it. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, tubular bells and rewind is even creepier. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, that, that, that was the first time I'd watched it. Um, and I, I think because I had seen, like I said, that edited for TV version, I wasn't impressed. Obviously, yeah. As, as far as like the scare factor goes, I enjoyed the story um, and the performances and all of that. I didn't find it scary, really, in the least. You know, uh, I saw it probably the first time. Yeah, <laughs> I saw it probably around a similar time. It was either my uh, my junior year of high school or maybe that summer. What happened was I got to see it for my first time ever. Not the re-release that they put in theaters with the added scenes, like the special edition or whatever. Yeah, they that was the aired, time I saw it. Yeah, at the Veterans Theater in Tampa, they had um, this like festival where they were airing old movies. And I mentioned this on the podcast before. But I got to see The Exorcist for my first time with two of my friends who had also never seen The Exorcist before in the movie theater. Yeah, and we you walk out feeling like you didn't know things like that were made. Is how I felt. There were certain like the most disturbing thing in the movie to me then was also the most disturbing thing to me in the movie now was the medical procedures they had her undergoing. Like oh that, yeah, that for me. It still made me squeamish when they're like, yeah, a lot putting of the metal catheter in her, like, yeah. and the blood, like, and the blood that, spurts out. Yeah, for some reason, that that gets. I don't know how they did that effect or what, but like that scene kills me every time I see it. Like, and and then like it just already has you in this weird mindset, and then you had like the weird the flashes of. I was like, we thought it was like I didn't know it was like supposed to be Pazuzu or whatever. Or the demon, but like the weird clown flashes when you're in a theater, man, like like messes with your head when you're not expecting it. Yeah. Oh yeah. And like it's it really is like subliminal hits, you know. And we walked out of there talking about things because there's so much going on. This it's so rich in a, a lot of these scenes, you know that that drive home. It was like an hour drive home. We ended up like just like parking and talking about it for another two hours. It's crazy. Nice. So wait, you said it was the regular edition or that that special edition that they re-released that you saw? No, no, no. I saw the, the original. Yeah. Okay, you saw the original. It didn't have like her exploding with the ring of fire and like always extra do backs in the background. Like <laughs> I didn't I don't know if I saw the special edition ever or if I just saw like the spider walk scene, which is like I feel like the, the coolest scene at what if I understand out of the special edition. Yeah, I, I don't know that I saw that scene like online and uh, yeah. I, I don't remember ever seeing it in the movie. So, and and if I'm not mistaken, the special edition—that's the only thing they really added to it. Like I know there's that, a couple. Well, no, there's a couple other things, but that is. But like, that was like the the, the centerpiece the of biggest it all. Thing, yeah. Yes. And it's so fucking effective. Did they? Yeah, fucking it really. It, why it, they cut that out of the movie? Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Did they actually do that back then, or they did it like now, like CGI? I don't really like remember. Like no, whole... okay, so no, that was shot. That was shot. Yeah, yeah, it's sh shot in the original. Yeah, okay. So what they did was they actually they had it wasn't um, it obviously wasn't Linda Blair doing it. Um, they had a contor a contortionist. Yeah. Um, and she she was able to do the spider walk herself. Oh wow! She was doing it like down the stairs though, so and she couldn't do that. Okay. So what they did was they had her rigged up, um, uh -huh. wires, and she would let the well, she would be lower down from the rafters. Oh, okay. And she would let them know when she's just barely touching the stairs, hmm. and that's when they would start filming. 
and lowering her down so she could do the spider crawl. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. Now, obviously, like she, like, she like the like the face, like at that point, like the face wasn't not recognizable anymore, so they just had the makeup on her, I guess, exactly. to make her look like yeah. yeah. So it worked. But why did they not put that in the movie? Couldn't finish the so effect or something? Or? One, yeah, one of the main reasons why they didn't was a they felt like it didn't look effective enough, and two, um, <laughs> they couldn't figure out how to erase the wires properly. Okay. Thought it was just about cutting it for time, but that makes sense too. It seems like a lot well, of work movie, to put into something to cut for time, though. You know. Yeah, I mean the movie. Like I, I just rewatched it again today, and it wasn't. It didn't feel long. No, it does. Feel no, long but to there me. was a whole big thing back then. Is like the the two hour thing and everything. But yeah, yeah I guess. Wait, so Justin, like, when was that? When was the first time you actually saw the movie? Then, like, not on TV. Uh, so the first time I actually like watched the real version of the movie was the you know they called it the version you never saw oh okay. um yeah. when did they, they released that in 2000 i want to say yeah thereabouts it was it was not long after it was only like a couple of years after i had seen it in theaters so it kind of yeah. took away that magic for me because i was like no you don't understand i got to see the original in theaters you know <laughs> well i i just so that's that's what i did though like they were releasing it and it was a big deal when they were Oh yeah, using that into the ears is huge. So me and my my girlfriend at the time. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, it wasn't your girlfriend. <laughs> I don't care whose it was. <laughs> Unfucking believable. <laughs> I trademarked that. <laughs> But it's trademarked for the show. <laughs> Continue. It's fair use. It's fair use while recording the sexy vampire Keith podcast. <laughs> okay, fine, fine, fine. I'll just I'll, I'll I'll put my own spin on it. My girlfriend <laughs> at the time. Um, we 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 went and saw it in the theater. Um, and I walked out of that thing shitting my pants. <laughs> yeah, because so I was like, I get it now. I fucking get it now. Yeah. It did change me, you know, like it definitely, it, def it had a lifelong impact on me. Not in like a way that it changed me as a person or the way I do things, but, or it scarred me. It's like burned into like a core memory of mine, you right. know, it's, yeah. yeah. Changing how you feel about like movies is, is, is a good way to put it. Cause I feel like I didn't know that they could fucking do this. You know what I mean? I didn't know that yeah. they could get away with this. I didn't know that they could say these things. I don't know that they could talk about these kinds of things. And it was the fucking 70s, you know? So you don't even see anything like that now. And and people try to, you know, sh with shock value and you have like, you know, like the Saw movies and stuff like that. I don't feel like they're nearly as effective as this movie. I don't think in any no, of the Saw movies, no. somebody fucks themselves with a crucifix. I right, mean, I just... Right. There's so much, like, there's so much about that <laughs> alone that's just, like, insane to me. And then shoves right. the mother's face into her bloody crotch, demanding right. demanding to be licked. Like, lick me! Lick me! I was like, you, you can't, you couldn't believe what you were seeing, but it was done so, like, not over the top it was like it was actually happening it felt so real it felt like you were watching like a like home home video footage or something you know like it like yeah. this is going on in someone's room yeah. and they captured it a the way it was shot and b just the, the acting was just so uh naturalistic 
And they're people we don't like, see. Like, it's not like this, like, oh, Harrison Ford was the priest. You know what I mean? It's people that we don't really see that much. Now, like, Max Van Snyder's in some stuff now, but for the most part, like, where do you see the other guys and girls, you know? Well, Ellen Burstyn is, uh, you know, she she has been, or at least was at the time, you know, a pretty big star um, who was in a lot of stuff. Uh, and she, and funny enough, she is uh, one of the few coming back for the, for the new movie. Ugh. Although I, th- I, I'm pretty sure I just read the other day that um, Linda Blair is coming back. I said, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying it's going to be good." We'll talk about that. I think at the end because I, I think it's definitely worth uh, mentioning, like the sequels and this new one coming out. But my uh, my experience with this movie, uh, seeing it for the first time, was was much later on than than you guys. So for a period of time, I just kind of wasn't really into this genre that much. It was basically like my but like 1920 to like my late twenties, I didn't really watch a lot of horror stuff. You know, I, I went back to the well from time to time on things that I liked if I was in the mood for it, or it was like Halloween time, but early to mid twenties was a time I just didn't watch as much horror. Um, I didn't keep up with stuff. If there was things I didn't see yet, I, w- I wasn't watching anything new. Saw this movie for the first time in my late twenties and I saw it in a theater. So there's a theater by me and for a long time, they stopped doing it since, but for a long time, every October, probably a couple of days before Halloween, they would play an old horror movie. Like, I mean, like older stuff. They played a lot of like universal horror stuff and mm. like Dracula, Frankenstein. And, you know, cause they wanted it to be like family friendly. It, it was usually like kind of in like the, like the afternoon and they'd have like a night showing too, but there were movies that you could like bring kids to for the most part. Um, and you know, it, it drew in like an older crowd for the most part. But I started getting back into horror around that time because, I, you know, just I just started getting back into horror in general. So I was going to these movies that became like a Halloween tradition. This is close to the time that we all started doing like the, the Halloween stuff together. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when we want like marathon stuff. It started with me and you, Justin. And that was around right. like my mid-20s, right? So I got, got back into horror. So they kind of stopped doing it at one point. There was one year they just didn't do it. And I was disappointed. I was like, oh, I was hoping they were going to bring something back like the Wolfman or whatever. Nothing. The following year, they had The Exorcist. And I'm like, oh, shit. You know, I never saw this, you know, and because I was getting into a lot of older stuff anyway back then and like Hammer and stuff. I didn't watch like some of like the 60s and 70s classics like Rosemary's Baby and The Exorcist. Like I hadn't seen those yet. So I was like, all right, let me go see The Exorcist. And it was not the special edition. They had like an old like they have, you know, when they play these old movies, they had like these older films and. Um, it wasn't like a DVD they were putting in. They had like a reel. So they had like an right. old copy of The Exorcist. It wasn't the special edition, even though it was already out. So I saw the original mm. as well in a theater. And it is the only movie that I've ever seen that I had a panic attack during. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I used to get panic attacks like when I was like 19, 20. Uh, for a period of time, I was getting them. I didn't know what the fuck it was. You know, like it was, It's scary like if you've ever had one before. And I, and I, and I got them you know, kind of frequently. And then I, um, I, I stopped having them and I had one then, and I hadn't had one for like so many years. And I was like, holy shit, you know? And I think part of it was just like, you know, like Mike Matt said, you see it in a theater. It, it really like throws you off. Uh, there's a lot of visuals and stuff like that. You know, the sound, the visuals, like being on the big screen, it, it really does like kind of throw you for one. And you know, it was like this big thing that, that like, you know, it was always sort of like in the back of my mind. Cause I was told like, do not watch this movie. <laughs> There's just things that are still there from like your childhood. And you're like, 
still afraid of certain things that you like you know are just stupid and silly because you were afraid then or you were kind of nervous about it then they stick around so i i i it's a combination of all that i got I had like a mini panic attack. I sat through the movie, but because there were just things. Did it happen at a particular time in the movie? It happened during the like the like the climax. Okay, yeah, Yeah. the actual exorcism. Things get like really chaotic. Yeah, yeah, and I've seen you know everything, and I've seen a lot of things in the theater, and I've seen things in theaters alone with no one else in there. Like I've had all these like you know experiences with movies, uh, with horror movies, but nothing had affected me like that. Uh, it was the only one. And I've seen it, obviously, many times since, and it doesn't have the same effect, but that first time was, was definitely like a, a, a an event for me, you know, and uh, an experience. I guess that was for all of us. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, it's just, you can you know, call it kind of cliche or whatever, but there is, this is probably one of the scariest movies of all time still. It might be the most disturbing movie I've, I've ever seen. Yeah, no, this it's 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 definitely up there. Um, I really can't think of anything. I'll say just like upsetting and disturbing. Like I can't watch this. I think there's worse because um, I can sit down and watch The Exorcist and get through that. I cannot sit down and watch Human Centipede too. Yeah, but I feel like that's more gross out and not like disturbing. You know, like there, like there, there is like some artistic merit to The Exorcist, obviously, but there isn't to movies like that, like Hostel, right, like yeah, fucking, yeah. yeah, like it's just gross. It's just gross. Torture porn. Like I don't want to watch it. Like it's not that it, it, it's like oh, it's gonna fuck me up. It's gonna. It's just that I don't want to see it. Like it, it, it has no value to me. The Exorcist, like I think that's what makes it even scarier because you want to see it. You want to go back to it. You want right. to like you know experience these things again. Like Matt said, I, kind of perfectly. It's like a roller coaster. You're talking about like human centipede. It, to me, it's just like it's like it's like eating like you know fucking garbage. You know, it's like ah, I just don't want this. I, I was actually going to make that same analogy where it's like it's just yeah. Well, the human centipede so. is fuck you. <laughs> the human centipede is like empty calories. Yeah, it, yeah, um, exactly. And, and the Exorcist is like a meal. Yeah, like a real meal um, of pea soup. initially they wanted to use campbell's but it wasn't thick enough i did not oh no trivia (laughs) that was the joke (laughs) yeah i think um i remember the first time i saw it i was i was so confused because of how it starts um you know at the dig site like and we'll kind of transition soon to you know what i noticed this time but it was like so disorienting and how it kind of lulls you into this real world feeling you know is it, there's nothing supernatural in the beginning and it just it paces so well in how it just starts to like ramp up the disturbing factor that you're losing your mind at the same time her mom is you know yeah i am kind of curious if there is like a particular scene that stuck out to you and like for what reason like whether it would just be like that was weird or i don't know i guess one one of the things that you think about the most when you think about the movie we already talked about the crucifix which is fucking insane but is there something besides that even if it's like something I mean, subtle it's a medical thing yeah yeah for, sure. for me it's the scene where she's talking caris is talking to reagan you know what your daughter did <laughs> that thing <laughs> i didn't realize until this watching that when she twists her head around and that it's she's talking in burke's voice 
that she's saying, you know what your cunt daughter did? You know, that whole thing. Like, I was like, oh, that's why, that's what the sparks are. She was? Yeah, so she twists her head around the way that she killed. That's why she turns her head. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's why she had the British accent. You know what your daughter did? It's not a weird demon voice. It's Burke, the actor's voice coming out of her mouth. Oh, my God. And it's saying, like... Your cunt daughter, you know, like saying, like, she killed, you know. You know what that cunting daughter did? Yeah, and that's what causes her to get the exorcism, because that's when she realizes, oh my god, she killed Burke, you know. Mm. This episode has the most cunt in it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's why I I was like, yeah. Well, it it was, no, it it was, it's it's actually this uh, particular exchange that they're having i think the first time i watched it maybe not the first time but i think it was the second time i was watching the theater it really kind of hit me a little differently when you realize that she's basically telling him the demon is telling him that the demon doesn't want her it wants him for whatever reason that scene really affected me like oh shit this old girl means nothing to the demon and that's what he'll do to the priest right right there's a lot of deeper meanings to some of these lines, like like things like that, you know? Because look how far it'll go to fuck this little kid up. Like, right. What the hell is it going to do to him? Yeah, exactly. Um, one of the things that always freaked me out and stuck out a lot, and uh, I had to, like, see it again to pick up on this, and then I, like, rewound a bunch of time, is that, that quick flash. That quick flash of, like, I guess the demon. Yeah, so that's what I was talking about, like, in theaters, where it almost looked like a monkey face yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because the first time I saw it in theaters, like, we were talking about it in the car, like, and we all described it differently. Because one, one of us saw, like, a clown face. One of us, I, I thought it looked like a monkey face. And because there's two of them, there's one in the dream sequence and then one in the actual exorcism. Oh, and if you watch the... Uh, the, the extended cut, it, there, there's a lot more of them. Like, oh, okay. Like throughout the movie, but they're more subtle. Like okay. You'd almost have to be looking for it, but they're there. And it's the same face. I, I think it's um, it's like a different actress. Um, oh, I don't think it's her even. It I think it's a man. Sure. I'm pretty sure it's a man. No, no, it's a it's you a female. Like a man. It's a female. It's like a, a female. It is. Right, I mean, it could be. Yeah. So what what that face is? It's the original makeup that they were going to use for Reagan. Okay, it's not as really? it's it's pretty like polished looking. Yes, very. Yeah. yeah, it's like white face with green under the eyes or like bulging eyes. So that's actually right. Linda Blair. No, it's a different actress because it was it was they're using test footage. Okay, because that was it was just a makeup test that they were doing. Interesting, and it's they decided kind of insert not a to shot use that, yeah. but they decided to insert those that face and those. In those shots. Now that we've re- all rewatched it, you know, for this conversation, for this recording, you know, what what kind of stood out to you guys different this time? What jumped out at you? You know, what what did you feel like you experienced differently or you appreciated differently? Like, I, I've seen the movie so many times, um, but for whatever reason, this time it really stood out to me just how little Father Merrin is actually in the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really not a lot for whatever reason. This, for, like this, this watch, this watch through that I did, um, 
the third act just went by so quick. It's just like, it just doesn't stop. It doesn't let up. It's just like, bam, 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 dead. Yeah. That's really it, is that that scene is so intense. He, like, walks in, they start the exorcism, they take a break, and he dies. And when he goes back in. Yeah. That didn't feel that way the first time I watched it. (laughs) No, no, not at all. Um, I really liked on her, when she decides to walk home, um, I never really noticed that, I mean, that... Because when she started walking home and two billiard bells was playing um, after, like, that shoot on set in the beginning, that I was like, what is this? I was like, why am I thinking about Halloween right now? And I saw the kids run by, like, in Halloween. I was like, oh, it's Halloween costumes. And then I saw the nuns in their religious garb. And I was like, oh, that's really weird. Like, that was... And then it leads right into hearing Karis talking about feeling like a fraud. Hmm. Right. And I was like... Yeah, yeah. So it was just kind of like this juxtaposition of these costumes versus those costumes. And this whole kind of like blurring the lines of... It it hit me on like a a weird religious level that I was like, man, this movie is really like... Layered. Subtle. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. but just like subtle. Like, because it's the first time I've ever noticed it. And I sat there thinking about it like, oh man, that's crazy. You know, it, it's 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 funny because every time like we do an episode, um, for the most part, when I'm rewatching a movie for the podcast, I kind of like turn on a different brain. I feel like, yeah, I'm not taken in the same way. I'm not like affected the same way. I'm like, oh, okay, this is my job right now. You know, you know what I mean. Um, although it's, I'm, I'm exaggerating, obviously, but um, that's just a little bit of like the feeling I'm having. That's the best way I could explain it to you. So I, I don't like have the movies affect me all the time unless I just kind of get lost in it, you know? Yeah, I feel like I kind of like to an extent do the same thing. But this movie, I just sat down and enjoyed it. I wasn't trying to critique it. I wasn't trying to, you know, take anything extra away from it. I was just yeah. sitting down, watching the movie and just letting it happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah. and, but I did pick up on things. Like that, maybe I hadn't seen on like previous, you know, watch throughs of it. And like, this is his real name. That was never in the movie. That is not in this movie. This is his real name is Captain Howdy. <laughs> well, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Howdy P. Pazuzu. <laughs> it's Pazuzu Howdy. <laughs> I'm a captain. No, but but one of the things, do you know why Pazuzu chose the name Captain Howdy? No. Reagan's father's name is Howard. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, There's a lot of stuff that. like yeah. that. You know, it's funny is, uh, see, this, this is the type, this isn't trivia, this is cool to me, where I remember as a kid being... Like, well, we played a lot of Ouija board, and I, I could talk about this in another oh, podcast. Oh, I know. We like, played it together, you and I, as kids. Yeah, I was really big in Ouija board. Street too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> over and over. No, um, we, I always knew, as part of the Ouija board, you're not allowed to play it by yourself, because you'll get, it, the spirit can go into you. It was like, the, what we used to say, that was like a rule about Ouija board. You can't have your hands on it by yourself. And if, like, you were going to take hands off, we had a rule that, like, you had to be like, all right, I'm going to take my hands off so you wouldn't have your hands on by yourself. Like, this whole big thing. And I didn't realize that rule came down in the weird, you know, 
occult culture because probably i wonder if it's because of the exorcist or if that's in the exorcist they got that from somewhere else i don't know I feel like that was always kind of a thing, like even before the Exorcist. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Did, did, did Parker Brothers put we... that in the rule book? Is that I don't even. <laughs> what, why? Why are you guys fucking around with Ouija boards, man? Oh man, I have a Ouija board like over my shoulder right now. Yeah, I love Ouija board, man. I, I haven't, I haven't opened this box. It's still wrapped, but I, I haven't played in like twenty, thirty years. But <laughs> I, guys, come on, man. <laughs> I, have some, I have some stories, you know. <laughs> yeah, I have them with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't fuck with that shit. I, I don't. I won't. I refuse. Yeah. Can I just ask some questions that either of you can answer, or just? Say no, that's just supposed to make it creepy. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, sure. I think Justin. So, what was? Yeah, so I'm just kind of curious. Like, so these are questions that I kind of was just like, I'm wondering now that I've seen it so many times. Like, what was going on in the attic? It was it was Pazuzu. It was the demon. uh, It's just like taking physical form, kind of. You know, I was just trying to figure out because the the Ouija board was in the basement. She's in the room. Like, I don't know. I just figured it's something, but yeah, it's just the demon affecting the whole house, really. Okay. Who defaced the Mary statue in the church? It was Reagan. So, like, snuck out and, like, climbed yeah. out of a window? Okay. Because it was, like, while she's possessed, kind of did that. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. In a special edition, yeah, it was, was Jar Jar. <laughs> uh, it was actually Guido. <laughs> Guido defaced first? <laughs> Why were there so many priests at this party? <laughs> that that is a good question i don't know that's weird (laughs) like i i don't know i just i was like one two three what what (laughs) i feel Um, like that was like a weird thing that maybe happened like back in the day like you know you're new to a neighborhood or something you just invite the fucking breeze over i think those were kind of my only question so i didn't realize that makes sense that reagan did it because she did some other stuff. Pazuzu, the same demon that Mirren had, had like exercised all that time ago, which is why he was like, oh, beware of the priest, you know, that kind of thing, or... Yes. Oh, okay. I didn't think it was. No, I'm I'm pretty sure... Mirren. I said Mirren, yeah. With the boy, right? With the little boy that he had exercised, like, ten years earlier? Yeah, the one that went on for months in Africa. They, they reference yes. it, yeah. Yeah, that was Pazuzu, and actually, I think that's... That's the true Confirmed. story, right? Like that's what the story is based on. That's like the actual like true story. That's the one that the story is based on. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But I think that is confirmed in the Exorcist too. Yeah. That that just so you know, to layer this all on top of everything we talked about, to mention this is based on a true story. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, we were very close to not doing this particular movie. We were kind of close to doing the Exorcist three. We had talked about it. Yeah. You know, which and, is a very good movie in its own right. And you just brought up Exodus yeah. 2, which is a very bad movie. Oh, it God. is a bad movie. It's a terrible in its own movie. Right. <laughs> and I don't know why I'm shoot. talking about like it's a dog that pissed on the floor. You are a bad, bad <laughs> a movie. Bad, bad movie. <laughs> rub, rub your face in that. No. <laughs> However, I will say I do think we should do that movie at some point. I think we should do all three of these. Well, we could do, we could do <sighs> the second one next year because it would work for Easter and April Fools because it's a piece of shit. <laughs> um, or we yeah. could tell people it's going to be something good and then when they listen to it, they like, oh, they got me, it's the heretic, you know? <laughs> you got me again, you slick bastard. <laughs> Every year! 
Yeah. Like Paul Rudd with the Mac and Me clip. Um, there was an Exorcist 4. Was there it? were two versions of the Exorcist 4, yeah. Yeah, the, the prequels you're talking about, right? Yeah. Now, they both are their own thing. I'm not wrong about that, right? Like, each prequel... Because I remember seeing... Those I remember seeing. And I was just like, what the fuck is this? Because, like, it seemed like they were... Like, I thought they were supposed to be a continuation of each other, but they were just, like, the remake of the same movie. Yeah, so there I, so there was Exorcist, the beginning. And then Dominion. And then Dominion, a prequel to The Exorcist. Right. Um, I, I didn't do the research on this one, but I, I remember, like, when that movie was being made and the shitstorm around it. Yeah. The movie was, was made. It was directed. The director got taken off it. And the studio wanted something very different. So they hired another director to come in and reshoot a lot of the movie and the rewrites. And that's the movie that they released first. This reshot, re-editing, rewritten movie. Okay. And that's The Exorcist, the beginning. Right. And then A prequel to the original year, movie. That's what that was. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then maybe a year later, because that movie came out and was fucking awful the studio went back and said okay we're going to now release the original version of the movie which is dominion oh uh, weird okay i knew they were like pretty much the same thing and i didn't know why so That's it's like it. exorcist dominion the prequel to the beginning of the exorcist <laughs> <laughs> but yeah basically yeah okay there was also a tv show there was a tv show yeah i know that um, I didn't. I don't know anything about it. I didn't watch it. Don't even know what it's about. I don't know. Is it supposed to be just a retelling, or is it something? No, it's um. It, it from what I heard, a it was actually a good show, but it's um. It takes place years later. It's a present day show, and seemingly has very little to do with the movies. You know, this new thing we that's coming out that we talked about, like uh, that David Gordon Green is rebooting. It's supposed to be the same thing he did with Halloween, which was like a sequel to the original. And he wants to do a, like another trilogy. Yeah. I can't imagine the balls on this guy. This is an even bigger, you know, more classy kind of uh, movie. So to see him do this with this, it's it's kind of like, what the fuck's going on here? They better not let this guy anywhere near Elm Street. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it now. I mean, Don't he's going to do his own Elm Street too. Uh, that that would be something. Yeah. <laughs> That's eighty percent more gay. <laughs> and it's like, all right, Joe, back in the basement. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Here's the Ouija boy. I'll be right there. <laughs> I, I look at The Exorcist Three as a direct sequel to One, and I that kind of doesn't mention Two at all, right? If I can remember, no, it's Two is like it's very loose loosely connected to it's one like, even it's like two's like rocky five where like they found a way to just kind of pretend it didn't happen yeah yeah basically yeah sue me for what <laughs> <laughs> i didn't think we'd be there today i didn't think that was gonna happen we got there we recorded rocky five if you told me in the beginning, <laughs> I'd say no. If you told me in this podcast of The Exorcist, you'd be quoting Rocky Five. I wouldn't have believed you. We got there somehow. I feel like a Kentucky Fried Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, so 
I guess I I'd recommend against this movie unless you <laughs> wanted to fight. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, we didn't really talk about the plot and I feel like most people have seen it already. If you do want to see it, it's on HBO Max. It's, you know, easy easy enough to watch and you could rent it pretty much anywhere. But uh yeah, I mean, we picked it obviously because we said, "Oh, we'll do a religious movie for, you know, uh for April because of Easter, it was a big movie to tackle, but, uh, I, I really enjoyed talking about it with you guys, uh, especially this way. So, um, I hope you guys listening enjoyed it as well. Yeah. I did have one more question. Why you do this to me, Timmy? Why do me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, was that it? Or you actually, yeah, that was, that was, yeah, that the, was question. the question. That was the question. <laughs> Why you do this to me, Timmy? Why, Dimi? Why? <laughs> yes, but um, we do hope you enjoy listening to this. We hope that uh, for those that haven't seen it or haven't seen it in a while, obviously recommend watching it. Any time of the year is a great time to watch it. And uh, we will be back next week with a very uh, lighthearted episode, uh, a, a little bit uh, different approach. So we hope you uh, look forward to that and listen. Thank you guys for uh, being here. Yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks for having us, Joe. You don't yeah, have to said. appease me. <laughs> Whether you want the, the authentic response or the grateful response. <laughs> I can edit whatever I want. I can pick responses from older episodes if I want to. <laughs> yes. All right. Good fucking night. Good night, everybody. Good night. If you like what you're hearing, <laughs> for a split second, I thought Yogi started playing there. Did you stop recording? No. Oh, perfect. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> hey, guys. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and Apple iTunes. Also, you can follow us on social media. We have Twitter, and that's at Sexy Vamp Teeth. We also have Instagram at the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. So if you guys want updates on the show, please follow us on our social media sites, and make sure to tune in every Monday night for a new episode. Thanks for listening, guys, and good night. You've been listening to the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. 